Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the all-time Misfits Podcast. Hello and welcome to the all-time Misfit Podcast. I'm sorry I missed last week, but I'm back. Yours truly at Brunelli Sports. With uh, my uh, fellow co-host Chris, aka at super un, supercharger underscore thirty three, and Tyler underscore at under t underscore demet, and let's go ahead and get into it. And before we really start talking about our news this week, right when we started hit recording on the podcast, some big news in the NFL just happened. Dan Quinn finally fired by the Atlanta Falcons with an zero and five start. What do you guys have to think about that? I mean, about fucking time something fired that the Super Bowl off. <laughs> and then he could have been fired the Dallas Cowboys off. Yeah, he, and then he, he the next week. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, he he's definitely been getting a lot of he, he they gave him enough chance, which I, I like it even though it was only five years, but he definitely they gave him more enough chances to try to turn this team around and he he should have been fired at least at like you said, as many times as you should have been. But I, I know Tyler said something right before the recording. So, Tyler, what do you have? Yeah, I mean, damn, this has been like – this is like two years late, really. Um, they've wasted so much time uh, hanging on to a guy who has proven that he's not very good. Um, I mean, a really good defensive, like, coordinator probably, uh, you know, defensive mind, but it, it hasn't worked. I mean, Atlanta's defense has been among the worst in the league for the last couple of years, and – this should have happened a long time ago, and, and if you're a Falcons fan, you should be really happy that this move finally did happen. Yeah, yeah, I agree with what you said. Uh, Dan Quinn will easily get a job again to be a defensive coordinator next year. He is a good defensive coordinator. I just – just some guys can't be the head, great head coaches or good head coaches, and Dan Quinn proved that he had one magical season, and, and he lost. It just blows my mind that the defense was that bad. I mean, yeah, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. help that they had a lot of injuries, and, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they moved on from their general manager as well. Oh, uh, yeah, not Steve Kahn. That's uh Arizona. Uh, Dimitrov. Dimitrov. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, he. I mean, then they gave Queen everything he wanted. He wanted defense and build that defense, and they drafted defense after defense, and couldn't do anything with it. So, uh, Atlanta Falcons, this is nothing should be positive for you out there. That's uh, It was a long time coming, and I knew he would be the second coach fired this year, and it's been proven. So, uh, we'll go ahead and keep moving on. about All right, uh, Adam Gates is next. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Adam Gates better be next. He should be the third. Uh, so, we'll go ahead and move on. And is the football season in jeopardy? Uh you with COVID going on again and COVID doing what it's doing with some teams and what Tennessee has done. Uh, I'll let my co-host, uh, Chris, I know he has a little different saying that I do on this. So, Chris, what do you have to say about it? I mean, 
we talk about it in the season, how to handle it, how how is um how to stop the spread and the answer is it, it, it seems like they have an answer but they don't have an answer at the same time. Um do I think the season would have shut down? No, but they gotta handle this better. Letting the Patriots play um, the Kansas City Chiefs right after they had a positive test was not really the, the best course of action. But, you know. No. I, my thing with what you want to say there is um, it's – it's it's hard to say. I mean, I, I'm not. I mean, they want to say this spreads very. And it, I'm not trying to take anything away. COVID does spread, but I mean, the Tennessee Titans played a guy knowing positive case, played a game, and not a single Viking came up positive. Stephon Gilmore was in Patrick Mahomes' face, confirmed case of COVID. No Kansas City Chiefs came up positive after that game, of with direct contact from so. I think the NFL figured out what was right and what is wrong after the whole Tennessee fiasco. And uh, I think the harsh pun- the punishments are going to come down, and I hope Tennessee gets way left. I tweeted that I'm fine with them losing every t- draft pick in the 2021 NFL draft, holding secret practices, playing a player with a confirmed case. The de- you know, so they're suspend the coach I mean, for the rest of the season. Season. I mean, like, I don't think you can forfeit somebody. I, I'm curious. I, I am really curious, but we're leaving Tyler out. Tyler, what do you the, have to the, say the, on this? Okay, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, will would the season be cut short? I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Um, because I mean, all the stuff that I mean, it's not just the Titans. I mean, there's, uh, I mean, like a handful of other teams that at least had some type of positives too. And they, the league doesn't want to add that extra week to the end of the season either. So it's like with all the shuffling that they're already having to do with the schedule, because I know like an hour or so ago they, they released what the what they're doing with the schedule because all these games have been postponed or, you know, moved. And it, it's getting more difficult for them. I think it is. So, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, it doesn't come to the I, to the season being ended. But I w- can't say I would be surprised if it was. I don't think the season even is even near the chopping block. I think we are at ninety nine point five percent season going all the way. I think I don't. Everything that Tyler said is accurate. I'm not trying to take anything away from Tyler for that saying that, but. The NFL is going to play. The players are going to play. And what the one thing they're not saying, they are and kind of not. I mean, they never told us who the Tennessee player was. They never told. They don't tell you a lot. And they say, oh, sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. A lot of times when the, somebody comes positive, they, they say in the organization. They don't tell you if that's a player, an unnecessary staff member. They don't tell. They just say somebody in the organization has tested positive, unless it's a big person. Then they're like, oh, hey, Stephon Gilmore got it. But then there's other times like Tennessee. It must have been a nobody because, damn, you don't you never heard who the player was who had it. So yeah, I don't and, think. And, that... and, and here's you got uh, young college football starting. But then the Pat lost like what thirteen players this week. And Bro, Virginia, don't you can't no hold on. I'm I'm in Blacksburg, Virginia Tech since the beginning of the season has been demolished by COVID. 
and they're being – But don't say just this week. It's been all season, and they have been – And it's not even confirmed case. They're not even here for yeah, confirmed case. Yeah, in my home. Yeah. I, I was saying this week, and I was going to get the last week, but they didn't know me. Go ahead. I, I'm just telling you that – I'm saying, I'm saying it, it, it looks like the Virginia Tech side is under control, and it looks like the NCAA has it under control. Yeah. And, and, and you know, the NFL follow suit. Don't let these guys play. It just don't, you know, a chance they might be positive. I don't care if the test comes up negative twice. They're letting these guys play. When they're coming out twice, they're coming out negative twice. I get it. I get it. It's negative twice, but then you can get on the side often. See you're, see, you're getting way too crazy. Two negative tests the player plays. That is – I'm sorry. I, a, a lot of these guys is, oh, maybe he was a little close to a guy who might have had it. Okay, we'll, we'll put him on the reserve list for a second and get him tested. Okay, first test. Oh, okay, two night, and now you want to say that? No, that's too much. Two, two t- tests within a couple of days will tell you if this, you have it or not. So, the, and that's not what college is doing. College is just doing a lot of contact tracing, and so is the NFL. You, we saw it in Hard Knocks. A lot of these teams have gone to those wristbands that tell you if you got close to somebody or not that then came up hot. So the in college isn't doing that. So I just I. The NFL came out with a harder and stricter memo after the whole thing happened with Tennessee, and it's it's going to be a learning error this whole throughout this whole season because this we knew there's we we knew this season wasn't going to go without a hiccup. If you thought this season wasn't going to go without a hiccup and we weren't going to have issues, you're living in a fantasy world. Uh, I mean, yeah. Um, Tyler, you have any more on the COVID or before we move on? I mean, honestly, I, I would just let the guys play regardless. That's just me. That's that's my thought on it. I, I feel like I feel like so many people eventually maybe everybody might get it anyways, and I just, I don't know. <laughs> it let me just I'm I'm not I'm this is the quickest thing I'm gonna say and we'll move on and I'll let uh, Chris give one more thing if he has anything left. Within two to three years, COVID's gonna be like the flu. We're going to be like, okay, hey, the flu, it's flu season. Well, COVID's here, here. You know, it's just going to be another day of life. It's going to be another part of life. We're, we're, we did everything we did about this is to, so our hospitals would not be overran. We understand the virus more. It's a 97 something percent survival rate of virus. And that is with a lot of all, it's actually 97 right now. And wait, what? It went down? It's been down. People, what you hear is inaccurate. I mean, it's 99 truly when you actually look at all the false deaths that they say. Because everything mm. in 2020 has been COVID yeah. deaths. If you remove all that, it is 99. So let's go ahead and just – yes, it's awful. Okay. And I apologize to everybody's families that have been, been side affected by COVID and that you have lost loved ones or something out there. I am not trying to take anything away from that. But people, I mean, it's just the fact of life, and I hate saying it. I, I, I do. I, it hurts me to say it, but it's life. We're, we can't keep for something that you're, you're, you're shutting down the world for something that 99% of the people live from. 
I'm sorry, but cancers out there today, people dying, dar uh, car accidents, crashes, everything. War. I'm, it's going to be a fact of life. I'm sorry that it happened to your loved ones and everything, but it's time to just move on. Do wear masks. Let's do this for a little bit longer. But that's what I got, Chris. What do you have before we move on? I mean, by the time by the time football season rolls around next year, we'll have a vaccine. So just like you said, if you like the flu season, get your COVID shot. Get your COVID shot. Let's go. Yep. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to some good news, some happy news. The MLB playoffs are among us. I know we had our, our just to update, my Atlanta Braves, as I predicted, have made it to the NLCS. Let's just keep moving on. But, uh, I mean, we're on fire right now for uh, our pitching staff is just torching through people right now. But we are coming, against, coming up against the juggernauts and the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I predicted the Dodgers to beat us. So, uh, obviously, you know, I'm – I want to be a homer. I want to say it's going to be a lot closer than what it has been in previous years, but I think the Dodgers still take us out, but uh, that's great. Um, and then on the other side, my Rays of, uh, that I predicted made it all the way here. And shockingly coming out of everywhere, the Houston Astros finally decided that it's time to play some fucking baseball. So, uh, yeah, they got some fast and things going on again. Huh? You're not, you're not lying there. They all like they decided to come play, and I don't know why. What's going on there? But uh, what do you have, Tyler, on these games or the MLB? Yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of, I'm kind of surprised by the Astros, the fact that they're, um, where they are right now. Um, that's not what I predicted, obviously. And you know, the Rays, they're not, they're not really surprising, even though I didn't have them. I mean, it's not surprising that they are where they are, but. Um, you know, I didn't think your Braves would get to where they are at, but I do agree that I think the Dodgers will um, take care of business against them, though. We we know you had them beating us in the first round, and we swept your ass, buddy. By the yeah, way, don't get can I, can, can about how how in it, how in it the red ball in like the past twenty years in the playoffs. Well, that's the first time in like seven or ten years, isn't it, Tyler, that the Reds made the playoffs? Yeah, but every time they made the playoffs, they made the playoffs, they don't, they, they don't score a lot. Well, yeah, that, well, that, that first game, not, neither one of us wanted to score. I mean, we luckily beat you guys because of some breakdown play that we got somebody out trying to get home. I mean, that was a great series, even though it was only two games. That was a great series by both uh, pitching staffs. Um, yeah, I mean – I, I, I just loved it. I'm happy to see we're we're finally back in the NLCS after 20 years. We'll see what happens. I don't think we go much further. I mean, unless our pitching keeps doing what they're doing, but the Dodgers are just as good there too. So uh, we'll see what happens and keep continuing updating you on that. But we'll go ahead and well, go to the game. I, 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 nobody cares about your opinion, hater. Because okay, we know what well, you're gonna. My team got swept. I want to talk about it. Your team did get swept. Go ahead and bitch about your Padres. Let me talk about this. No. Um. Uh. Well, the one thing about the Dodgers, they got a lot of depth. That's that's the scary part. You know, they land players. They have a lot of depth. Uh. I I don't. I don't think that. I think I think them is a little bit. Uh. Hit up their range. 
said, as far as pitching depth, so much pitching depth, they, they have time to hit in there looking at that. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good series. I hate that it's so late on night, Friday night. But uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. Did you see that Garrett Cole makes more money being, than the entire uh, Tampa Bay Rays roster? I'm not surprised. <laughs> no, not and really. Sl- I, I know their payroll is, is insane, so. Yeah, the the it was like just for this year's, you know, because they uh, what is it? What's that word I'm looking for? Where they uh, pro prorated everything for their contracts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garrett Cole's prorated contract for this season was like thirteen point two five million dollars. The Tampa Bay's whole roster was like eight million dollars, and they took him out in Game Five. That which I thought I think that's amazing. I love seeing a team, you know, getting away with this money ball right now. Right, and, and so, you know what, and, and, and something's got to change with New York. They choke, they're choking. It's what, five years in a row now? Four years in a row? Yeah, they they choke, man. They're, they're In the playoffs, all they do is choke. Yeah. I'm fine with it because I hate the Yankees. I'm, I'm fine with it. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I know that, you know, just to give – uh the Reds and some Tyler some love here. The Reds are going to be legit. They're there. They're, you know, Trevor Bauer and other in company are good pitching staff. Uh, I just think it was first time in so many years. You know, my my whole team was had playoff experience pretty much. His didn't. I think that I mean, was just what came Trevor down. Trevor Bauer's not coming back, so. Yeah, well, we'll see. But, well, no, I don't know uh, about all that. But we'll go ahead and oh, move on. The GM. Oh, did they? I didn't see the Reds firing their GM. Yep. No, the GM resigned. Oh, oh he oh. did. Yeah. Did he say why? Um, I don't really know the whole whole reason why, to be honest with you. But yeah, he he did resign. He wasn't fired. Uh, he voluntarily walked away. Because he sucks. <laughs> No, I can't say that. He put that roster together that got a playoff, you know, so he did something right. Uh, So we'll see. I mean, it was a short season. I mean, I hate, you know, some of these guys were so hot, like, you know, your boy Tadis Jr. and San Diego and Brower and some of these other guys on the other teams. I would have loved to see what they could have done in a full season, what their stats would have looked like by the end. And what did I call? MVP, Freddie Freeman. And... But, uh, all right, let's go ahead and move forward and go to the games of the week uh, for the ML, NFL. And we'll start with uh, the first game, the Eagles versus the Steelers. This was a pretty good game. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, I guess, forgot that a rookie can play ball and forgot how to cover somebody, allowing Chase Claypool to score four touchdowns. And definitely the last one, just kind of leaving the guy wide open. I mean, I don't know what the Eagles were sitting here, but uh, – I knew I I knew this game was gonna be a lot closer than what most people thought. I did have the Steelers winning. Um, am I the only one? And I'll let you guys say this: that the Steelers might be the only four and O or five and O team that looks like trash. I mean, yeah. I mean, the first game against the Giants, okay, yeah. But since then, they haven't looked that great. They just keep finding ways to win, and 
I mean, this team's going to lose to some people that they shouldn't lose to because they're winning ugly right now against some bad teams. So, uh, I mean, Tyler, what do you got? Yeah, I I mean, yeah, they they don't look like a 4-0 team. I will say that. And I don't, you know, for the Eagles, I can't, honestly, I still can't believe the Eagles are as bad as that, that they are this year. But, yeah, the, the, last, the last touchdown the Steelers scored, though, for whatever reason, they had a linebacker that was attempting to um, cover Claypool. And, I mean, he went in untouched. And I don't know what the hell they were thinking on that one, but they, they messed up big time. I can't believe that the Eagles are as bad as they are. And yeah. I don't believe that the Steelers are a four and a, I mean, I don't believe that they're really that good of a team. They're, they're probably, I mean, they're probably the weakest undefeated team I think there is out there. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm trying to say. And I, if our boy David listens and whatever, he's going to hate us all day long. I'm sorry. You do. You, you, you're the most shockingly, like after week one, yeah, I'll be like, okay, okay fuck, the Steelers are going to be good. But it was against the Giants. And now it's like, okay, you keep struggling to beat the Texans, the Eagles, and everybody else, These all these crappy teams. I want to see a convincing win. You guys aren't – they're not doing it. Uh, and Chris would – We're going to find out what, who, what team they are when they play Baltimore. And then they yeah. play the Browns. And they, I know that the Browns can take it to the team. I do too. I'm I'm – I know we were we were all a little bit more bullish, and you guys were more bullish on the Browns than I was. But I mean, the Browns are three and one, and you know they're fighting with Indianapolis right now. Um, yeah, I the Browns I, this division besides whatever we'll talk to the, about this game later with the uh, Bengals. It, you guys were a lot bullish on the Bengals, but uh, yeah. this division is tough. I mean, top and down the top three teams. I mean this. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, the, you know, whoever plays each other last, and that's who's gonna win this division. And I can I easily mean, see like, this division can put all three of the top three teams in the playoffs this year. I really can, and then I, I really think that the four and Steelers team, and they're a team that you know four and four couldn't quit. Once they run into some hard teams, yeah. they get four and four couldn't quit. Yeah, I, I agree. Tyler, what do you do? You have any more on this game? Uh, yeah, no, I don't have anything else on this one. All right, Chase so we'll go ahead. Oh, Chase Claypool. Yeah, I mean they're getting him the ball, and he's looking like it. So the question is, let me answer. Let me give you this question before we move on, guys, and I'll let uh, Tyler answer it first. What happens with Juju Smith-Schuster at the end of the season? He's a free agent. Do you keep him or do you let him walk? Um, I mean, I would let him walk because I, I mean, I don't know what kind of money that he's going to be looking for, but, you know, I think he's shown that he's not a number one wide receiver. Um, and, and I have a feeling that he's going to be wanting the big time wide receiver one money. So, I mean, if it was up to me, I would let him walk because I don't think that he's going to be worth that type of money. Cause I don't see view him as a wide receiver one. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Uh, I'll go ahead and let Chris answer, and then I'll give my statement. I mean, you know what? This is just what the Steelers do. They don't pay their wide receivers. They, they trust it. They develop them. And, you know, obviously, they can. And Claypool is all in development. Yeah. He, I mean, Chase Claypool, and then I'm 
I don't know. So no, my ben thing Washington is, looks good too. Yeah, ben Washington I, looks a lot better. I was very, 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 very bullish, and w- probably one of the people who was high on Deontay Johnson this year. He showed it in like one and a half games, and then he had struggled, injuries, can't stay on the field, this or that. I mean, the kid still has a bright future. And I think, yeah, I mean, you can go into next season with, I, I think James has one more season, so you can go into next season with Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and uh, uh, James Washington and company and see what they can do. But, yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let uh, Juju walk. I know the Packers don't have the really the cap face, and I'd much rather give David Baccarati and company some contracts. But, I mean, I think Juju sitting behind uh, Devontae and not having to be the one, I think he can flourish and do really well in our system. No, so he's I, a, great, a great number two. Yeah. Not number one. Yeah, and I think when he wouldn't have to be forced to be the number one and see the number one coverage, he would be he would work great with, with Devontae Adams and company. Um but, you know, that's just me being a little homerish and wanting to see it. Because the Packers, the Packers tried the last two years. Last, You know, they tried to go get Sammy Watkins. They tried to go get Allen Robinson. They tried to make trades at the trade deadline. We're just not willing to overpay these teams. And we, Allen Robinson, it was almost the same exact contract. And he chose the Mitch Trubisky over Aaron Rodgers. So it's like, how can you feel bad for the guy when he did that? Like, you, you did this to yourself. Yeah, on the oh yeah, he he very much did, and he he's a great wide receiver. But you know that's just, that's just I'm saying you know he could be a lot better if he had Aaron Rodgers throwing him the football. But uh, uh, so we'll go ahead and keep moving on to the next one, and uh, I'll let Tyler start this off because I I don't know what he's gonna say and how he feels about. His uh, Bengals versus Ravens game. So uh, Tyler, kick it off. Well, I mean, I'll start off by saying, um, I mean, I'll, I'm going to state the obvious first, which is that you know, all but one game this year, the offensive line has been total garbage. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I would be embarrassed if I was one of those offensive linemen because, I mean, they got nothing to offer. They got nothing to offer at all. And um, outside of last week's game, they've gotten pushed around and and beat up on damn near every play. Um, you know, I will say that I was I actually was pretty surprised and um, about how well the defense played today because considering you know who they were playing, uh, Lamar Jackson did not have a good day at all. Um, so that was that was kind of nice. But you know when you're when your quarterback is getting hit or, you know, hurried on damn near every play, it seemed like, I mean, there's nothing that you can really do. And, you know, the offense wasn't able to do shit, which isn't surprising when every year, you know, your quarterback's being, you know, harassed the way that, that you know, he was. And yeah. it's unfortunate, but I, I, that's something that we're going to have to get used to for at least this season because unless there's, like <laughs> – a couple of trades for some good offensive linemen somehow in the season. There's no way that it's going to get any better. Yeah, you're right. Um, Burrow, there's nothing Burrow can do. I mean, Burrow struggled today for the really probably the first time, I think, in most any game. Because it, the Ravens are a good defense. They're still underestimated defense. Um, 
the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line, like Tyler said, has looked like trash in every game besides one. Um, there's only one really bright side on that offensive line, and that's Jonah Williams. Um, the rest of those pieces, pretty much you can just say, kick them out. I mean, it's to the point now, I don't understand why you don't try something new. Because whatever you're doing is obviously not working. And you're going to ruin Joe Burrow with that offensive line. Um, and the, I, I almost was bullish. I almost picked the Bengals to win this game because the Bengals have been in almost every game that they've lost, just like last year. And, I, and that's why you guys argued saying that they could win four more games than that they did last year because they were in in every game. But I this is what I predicted is that they would be, you know, that they would struggle because nothing really changed on that offensive line. You can't just add Jonah Williams and say, our offensive line's better. There it is. We're fixed. We still have Bobby Hart, the fucking human's turnstile at right tackle. The, and then you have crap company everywhere else. Um, so, I mean, that's why Joe Mixon has been struggling this year. You know, he's getting the carries, but he's not getting the yards because the damn dude's getting hit before in the backfield before he even gets the ball from Joe Burrow. So, uh, yeah, the Bengals do have some bright spots that they had to fix it. Lamar Jackson did struggle again today. He uh, definitely still has a lot to do. I mean, I watched him throws. I'm like, okay, he's working on his throwing, but uh, I was he he has he still has a lot of accuracy issues. So, uh, well, I'm curious to see what happens with the rest of the season. But uh, go ahead, Chris. I'm not hope more see when I say that the Bengals offense didn't do really poor on offense. Didn't That might be the worst game I've ever seen Joe Burrow play, and it wasn't even his fault. I want to ask Tyler a quick question about the game. That interception where A.J. Green just said, fuck it. How did you feel about that? Like, what, what, what was running through your mind on that play? Um, that he needs to be traded uh, ASAP. Um, I mean <laughs> – I, I, I don't know. I mean, th- that's a whole nother subject, but I, I, I've, I've, I've wrestled back and forth for, you know, four weeks now about, you know, is the guy watched? And I, I think the answer is yes. I, I don't think he's good anymore. Um, he had, no, yeah. he played with no effort today at all. No effort. I mean, on that interception, it actually looked like he was attempting to block for the Ravens on the return because, at first, he, he had no interest in tackling him, obviously. He, he pulled away from him, and then it looked like he actually was trying to help block for the opposite team. Um, I mean, just a total shit effort, if you even want to call it an effort. And, I mean, I think that he, he, I think he has to go. I, I don't yeah. think he's got anything left. Yeah, I remember. And now he's hurt again, apparently, just so you know. They yeah. said now his hamstring's acting up again. So, yeah, uh, we, we mentioned it. We were talking about it after week one that, you know, hey, okay, A.J. Green, is it – he's struggling. Is it because of he hasn't played many games this year or is he just watched? I'm starting to get on the Tyler bandwagon here and be like, I think A.J. might be done. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a quarter of the way through the season now. And 
it's time that you shouldn't be talking about being still this rusty. Rusty. I understand he was hurt a lot and missed a lot of games over the last two years, but you're supposed to be an elite wide receiver at, and you're supposed to be, you know, a prime wide receiver, and you've looked nothing like it. You, your effort isn't there. You're not. I mean, you look like you just, you're going through the motions. You don't even care. Um. So yeah, I and honestly, does anybody trade for AJ Green? Uh, hold on, and I, I don't think I, I didn't done, but I didn't know the Bengals. I don't think any lost the Cincinnati. So why put the effort in? And, and I'm, if I'm, if I'm AJ Green, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm not going to play. I'm going to say I'm Didn't sit out. Like, yeah, didn't sit out. You could have opted exactly. out. No, no. You should have opted out. It would have looked bad. It would have looked like he don't care. It would have looked, looked bad on him. The reason he, I, I, he, he's doing, I, I see what you're saying, because he couldn't opt out. He want, If he opted out, he, he would have had to stay under the contract one more year. Mm-hmm. And now that he's playing... He's gonna get time year of service and then he's gonna leave. But you dude, you're on a contract year. You want well, out. Don't forget okay, he, cool. Go ahead. Don't forget he's also playing under the franchise tag, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he's making good money. He's making top elite yeah. money. So and you you obviously wanting to probably continue. Dude, if you are playing what Chris saying is you're not going to get a contract next year. And if you do, it's going to be a one-year prove-it $5 million deal or some shit with a lot of incentives because you don't look like the same wide receiver you anymore. So, you know what? You know what he might end up? Go ahead. I don't know what he might end no. up in one day. All right. I don't hate it and I don't like it. The reason is we could. We could because the Bengals are trapped. No offense, they're trash. Uh, they're not. They're going to be contending for a top five spot uh, draft pick this year. Um. So, do they say at trade deadline we are trading AJ Green away? And does the Packers call? I would say yes, the Packers call. But what is what? What do you give for AJ Green at this point of his career after what he has shown through five weeks? Chris, what would you give up? What's the most you would give up for AJ Green right the most now? I would give right now is a fifth round pick. A fifth? That's that's what he looks right now. He's not. He hasn't played in two years, and he looks like dog shit. All right, Tyler, what do you what would you give up? Um, I know you're it's your <laughs> Be try I'm to be a little. I, I I think I I do definitely think that that's. I, I do think there would be teams out there that are interested, even if not, if for nothing else, just hoping that a change of scenery gets him going again. Because we are talking about a guy who, for a good portion of his career, has been considered a top five, top seven type wide receiver. So I think there'd be plenty of, of teams that would be willing to take a gamble on him. Um, oh, I agree. I mean, personally, I mean, personally, I, I'm probably where – um, Chris is on on the value, but I wouldn't be surprised though if a team gave up uh, maybe a little more than that just because you know maybe they're maybe they 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 see something we don't or maybe think that he's still got a, enough left in the tank. I so I agree with a lot what you're saying, and I, and I agree with you guys are both saying. 
I'm all about conditional. He's going to be a conditional draft pick for me. I'm If I'm giving you a fifth, it's conditional. It's going to be based off of his performance. If I'm trading, okay, the most I've given is a fifth or a sixth. It could be a fourth. That's the highest I'm going with the conditional. It can conditionally be a fourth if he does, by the time we get him, you know, stays on the field the whole time, you know, whatever catches, 20, 40, 50 catches, five touchdowns, you know, whatever, you know, something like that to say he's worth it. Um, but really, I wouldn't want my Packers to do it. I, I'm not giving that much up. I, I If I'm – if the Packers were, were very deep, deep at offensive line, we can't fit them all on our rotation. I call the Bengals and be like, take one of our guys who should be, could be a starter if it wasn't for our – our depth for AJ Green, and I think the Bengals jump all over a, pl- a player for player trade right now. Um, but I'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and keep moving on. That's my point on the game. <laughs> what? Uh, I know that uh, that is my uh, thoughts on the game. Kyle's thoughts on AJ Green. Go ahead. Um, that defense was so good. It's amazing what you know that is new. Um, Tyler, that I, I was really impressed with the passes they had. They they made uh Lamar Jackson one dimensional. I really thought for a moment they might be in this game, and then it was over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know if there's a lot more about the game you can say. It was a. It was an ugly game for both teams, even though the Ravens won by 24 points, if I recall correctly. Um, yeah. But uh, we'll go ahead and move on to the our uh, – we had another game lined up, but since we are recording a little earlier than we normally do, we're going to change – we changed our game up to the Las Vegas Raiders beating the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm going to go ahead and say I predicted this beat. I have – in my pick'em league, I was the only person out of 20 people to pick the Las Vegas Raiders being the Kansas City Chiefs today. Um, and I told you guys, I was in my predictions, I told you I was bullish on the Raiders, that they're a playoff team, and here they are beating the Super Bowl champs. Go ahead, Chris. I mean, they were in that game. Yeah. Um, this team is going to say... And built for January. They can run the ball, but the only problem is, and they will not want defense not to get blown out. And if that team gets blown out, I don't think they have the firepower in that. They will run the ball, and then they do, but no, depending on the guy like Henry Love to stay healthy and. Well, Nelson Aguilar has been been great for deep threat for them too. Yeah, you're wondering where that was last year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I think you said it. This team is built to be a January team. They can run the football. They can pound you into submission. I think this defense is a little underrated. Um, this defense was. I mean, yeah, it was. And you want to say they can't win a shootout? 
They just want to shut out, shoot out today against the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, this yeah, team. They were falling behind. They had no lead. Again, they were winning a shootout with the Kansas City Chiefs. They never, I mean, that, that game was back and forth for a while. They kept, they scored, they scored. You know, it was back and forth scoring. So saying that they can't keep, they kept up with the number, one of the best teams that are up to scoring. So. No, I'm saying it, it got blown out and it, it down by like 21. They went down by 21, though. I get what you're saying there, but I'm just saying, you know, they can't, they can, they can put up the points against a good team. Oh yeah. Um, so I just think it's time to. I know they're only three and two. Um, but they have beat the Saints now. They have beat the Chiefs. I mean, they're not beating scrubs. So uh, I'm more impressed with the three and two Las Vegas Raiders than I am the four and zero Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I am too. Uh, Tyler, what do you have? Oh uh, yeah, I th- I mean I think I agree with what you just said too. But um, yeah, I mean I didn't think the Raiders would even be good this year. So the fact that they are sitting at three and two is is you know surprising to me. Um, you know the Raiders got their first. This is the first time they've won in Kansas City since 2012. Yeah. So I mean that's that's insane and um. I mean, the, the Las Vegas pass rush today was kind of, you know, one of the biggest things that I think helped them win this game. And, you know, they can do a lot of stuff. I mean, they can they run the ball really well, which is good. Um, you know, I wish they had another big-time pass catcher. But, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a good win for them, obviously, knocking off the uh, Super Bowl champions. Yeah, and – yeah, I mean, we all we said it multiple times. The Kansas City Chiefs were going to get a hundred percent, even from the worst teams in the league. Uh, the Raiders are not one of the worst teams. They're at least the middle of the pack playoff team in my eyes this year. And uh, but the Chiefs are never going to. They're going to get. They're going to get the best from everybody. Every every Super Bowl champion always gets the best from everybody the following year. It just happens. So. Uh, I mean, here's my thing is, have, have the eat them to sit them out. Because this is the, what, the third week in a row that Kansas City has struggled. They struggled against the Chargers, they struggled against New England, and then they struggled against Kansas City, uh, oh, uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Oakland. I know I've almost said it a couple times while saying their names. Um, yeah, I mean, people don't sleep. It's time to wake up and watch out for the Raiders this year. I mean, they're gonna be at like I I said a nine and seven team. They might they could get to a ten. They could still be what? an eight and eight. Um, but they're gonna give everybody to run for their money. Derek Carr. If it's hard to say after last year, is actually looking like a competent quarterback again. He's look not at his MVP level that one year when he got hurt, but something must have finally clicked because he's chucking it downfield the rugs and Nelson that he wasn't doing last year. Was it because I mean, he didn't he have, might have the, the pass protection? He might have no pass protection as well. Yeah, and talking about pass protection, I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, offensive guard uh 
Kamichi Osamale uh, tore multiple tendons in his knee and he's done for the year. A simile? Yeah, a simile. A simile, thank you. He, t- he tore, uh, I think they said two to three tendons in his knee and he's done. That's a big loss for them. That, it is a massive loss for them. They're, they, and then losing, you know, Tariff for the season two because of COVID opt-out, this, this line is dwindling. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, freaking, did we see, I mean, Patrick Mahomes today was just running around the field like a man with a, you know, a madman. And I love Patrick. Patrick's a great quarter, is the best quarterback in the NFL. But my God, kid. You, how much he was running around today in the open, going back and forth, and I mean, he makes these amazing throws. He's gonna get lit. He's gonna get hit, and he's gonna get hit hard, and it's gonna change him because he, because he hasn't got hit yet, and he's running around doing this stupid stuff, you know, cutting to the left of the field and cutting up to the right of the field, and then doing all this, and then throwing behind the back and making a beautiful throw. But he doesn't know what's behind him some of these times. Sooner or later. The NFL catches up with everybody. And if I'm well, it's not about Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it's gonna happen to Lamar. But Lamar's more of a runner. Patrick can stay in the pocket, make the throws every throw. Lamar cannot. But I'm just saying, after watching today's game and how much he was moving around and going crazy, he's gonna get hit, man. And if I'm a just a innocent bystander fan watching you damn well know defensive coordinators are watching this and seeing this be like hey we can plan for it all day sooner or later somebody's gonna get get to him somebody's gonna get home on one of these plays when patrick isn't looking and he's gonna get laid out and of course and let me hold on one second here right now one thousand ninety-five dollars, eight touchdowns, zero interceptions, seven percent completion rate. Mahomes? No, no Hall. Oh, there. I mean, no, yeah, he, no hits. Yeah, everybody want to put says Brady's one. Why not Derek Carr? I mean, I mean, maybe any other year you give Derek Carr some of the love and saying, hey. He threw three touchdowns today with no picks again. Um, I mean, on 104 attempts, that's not like a small amount of attempts. Yeah, compared to some of these other quarterbacks like Russell Wilson and everybody who are throwing it 40, 50 times a game. Um, yeah, Carr could be, but unfortunately with Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady right. in quotation marks – Carr is just not going to get the not love. The outside he's, yeah. I mean, great for Carr. I'm glad to see it. I have always liked Carr. So I'm glad to see he's doing well. Um, Tyler, do you have any more on this game before we move on? No, I, I don't have anything else on this one. All righty. Uh, we'll go ahead and go into uh, our Sunday night predictions, which is the Vikings versus the Seahawks. And, Chris, I'll let you go ahead and talk about this game first. I mean, I'm paying for this one, but it, it, it'd be a shootout. The Vikings defense is not as uh, solid as it was last year or the year's past. Um, the Seahawks, they deal with a lot of yards. This is the 35 31 out of the game. I'm going to pick Seahawks, though. And I'm going to say 
Oh, yeah, I hope that would be a great game to watch. Yeah, uh, Tyler, what do you have for tonight's game? Yeah, I got um, the Seahawks um, in a game like 30 to 23. Um, I do think it'll be relatively high scoring because neither of these teams' defense is very good this year, especially the Vikings. But the Seahawks, man, on, on and their pass defense has been horrible. And I think even a, even a guy that gets so much hate um, in Cousins, I think he'll have a big game tonight even. Um, so, yeah, these, I mean, these guys used, used to be power defenses, and they definitely are not right now. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll take the Seahawks because, I mean, obviously, you know, Russell Wilson, he's been on another level this season, and I think that the Seahawks will find a way to win in what will probably be a, a pretty high-scoring game. Okay, uh, before I give my predictions, I don't know if any of you guys are watching this game for the New York, uh, the Giants versus the Cowboys. I'm not. But I'm not. the Giants just scored a touchdown with a fake field goal attempt that they literally they let Melvin Ingram just snuck out to the side of the uh, sideline, stood there, nobody sees him. Daniel Jones is the holder. They don't catch on to anything. They snap the ball while they're, all the Cowboys are standing up. And Evan Green Ingram is 20, 40 yards downfield, nobody around him, just a little lob pass for a touchdown. Wow. <laughs> nice. Like, somebody – I just like I just looked up and saw that. So I had to say something on the podcast about it. Um, that's insane. Yeah, it is. I mean, the, that's the thing the Cowboys have been – Watching the game now again. Ceedee Lamb's legit. Um, oh, but I'll, I'll, hurt. No, he's he just caught like a thirty-yard pass. Yeah. Um. So yeah, tonight everything you guys kind of knocked it out of the park. Um. I have the Seahawks winning as well. I think it's gonna be uh. The Minnesota Viking has no defense right now. Their pass defense is complete horrendous trash. The only thing positive is Harrison Smith. The rest of those guys are struggling left and right. Um, I thought Harrison Smith was hurt as well. I don't believe Harrison is, unless I missed that that injury report. Um, but I mean, if it is, that just even is gonna make uh, uh makes my uh prediction even more that I the Seahawks. I think it's gonna. I think the Kirk Cousin plays well tonight. He might throw up like you know two hundred and fifty, maybe three hundred yards and a couple touchdowns. But I think Russell Wilson goes off this week dk mefcat tyler lockett and company you know they both probably have 100 yards and a touchdown each uh russell wilson probably throws four touchdowns tonight and 300 yards um so i got the seahawks winning 35 to let's say 24 something like that i think they win by 10 or more um the seahawks are legit on offense their defense is still iffy but the since they're playing a team that is an iffy defense and the Vikings are not who they thought we thought they were to begin the season. Um, I'm going to have the Seahawks win and not uh, Chris to go back to you. No, he's not hurt, but he was ejected last week because of a hit. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah. So he got fined for that hit and everything too. So uh, we'll go ahead and move on to our next game. And that's our Monday night uh, predictions. And that is haters team. The, uh, Chargers versus the Saints, and I'll go ahead since it's Haters team. I'll let him talk about them. I mean, 
Okay, uh, what is my promise not playing again if you pump somebody? Uh, Canard Charter, or Garter Johnson Jr., or whatever, from Florida, the same Yeah. Yeah. He pumped him, so he got ruled out. So what he Well, he's walking in. C.D. Lamb just went in over the middle of the field, caught a 20-something-yard hit catch, and got uh, reamed in the head while coming down. Damn. Uh, they, they threw the flag. I'm seeing what they're going to do. I'll let you guys know live. But they definitely did call the unnecessary roughness or targeting. So we'll... In fact, that guy was getting it the helmet hit. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, who loves that? Yeah. Um, uh, that lucky, they don't have Michael Thomas. The only problem is they still have Alvin Kamara. But I'm going to take the chances. I'm going to take my team for once. I think we're going to win. But I think it's going to be close. close. But my only one is a close game. And I got the Pelicans winning 35 to 31. Wow, that's that's kind of shocking. I, um, yeah, I, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and just beat before I uh, throw Tyler the bone here. Um, Justin Herbert is a lot better than I thought he was. Justin Herbert with uh, the Saints uh, secondary should be able to uh, put up some stats. Uh, Keenan Allen is looking good. Uh, Mike Williams is trash, can never stay on the field, always hurt. Um, I'm curious what's going to happen without uh, Austin Eckler and being out for the next week. I mean, Joshua Kelly has looked really good, but is that because he's been a one-two punch or can he do it all? I mean, I know Justin Jackson will see more of the field, uh, so I'm curious to see how they do, but I'm going to pick the Saints because I just – think the Saints are going to be a little bit better in this game. It's nothing against the Chargers. I think it should be a really good matchup. And I think it's going to come down to maybe who has the ball last. Um, so I'm going to have the Saints win, like, let's say, last second field goal, 31-28, something like that. So, uh, Tyler, what do you have for the Saints-Chargers Monday night football? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to take the Saints, too. Um, I know that they're going to be without Michael Thomas, but I just – I think that their offense will still have probably too much um, to offer the Chargers. And I'm going to go ahead and I'll say the I'll get the Saints uh, in a game like 28-20. Sounds good. Um, so we'll go ahead. And we don't have Thursday night football this week, gentlemen and ladies. We have Tuesday night football. We have oh, on oh, Tuesday. Cool. <laughs> we have the Buffalo Bills versus the Tennessee Titans. And I'm how the Tennessee's being able to play after everything they've done is beyond me. But uh, I'll go ahead and let Tyler go go first here with his predictions on Tuesday night football. That sounds so weird. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, so we got the Bills Titans. Um, everybody knows, obviously, all the things that's been going on with the Titans lately. They they haven't. Ha- I don't know if they've practiced at all in over a week. Is that right? They haven't they practiced in two weeks. Okay, yeah, so I know it's been a while. So they're they're completely um, unprepared uh, from a practice standpoint. Um, You know, I know they've obviously done, like, other work, but as far as, like, actual practicing for the game, they haven't 
obviously been able to do any of that. So to me, I think they're way behind as far as all that goes. And uh, they get a team here um, that is legit. Um, so I don't even think this game is relatively close. I, I'll take the um, Bills by two touchdowns in like a 27-13 type game. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, I like everything like you just said there. The Titans not playing for the last two weeks really is going to matter. Um I, I still am not who think that I think, you know, even the Titans undefeated. Uh, and I, a lot is going to be happening. There's a lot going on with the Tennessee Titans right now with uh, everything that's happened with COVID. I mean, is Rabel going to be allowed to coach? Is he going to be suspended for the year? Um, what players, this and that? I mean, Ryan Tannehill is, I think, is more of a, a streaky quarterback. He needs to be consistently playing to stay at the top level. So being out for the last two weeks is definitely going to matter. Um, so I have the bills winning and we, we're all bullish and high on the bills this year. And I think the bills keep uh, moving on here. I think Josh Allen has a massive game. And I think, uh, I think they win by uh, two to three touchdowns too. I'll say 35, 10, something like that. So Chris, what do you got? Yeah, no, if this was a normal week, uh, I, I might get the Titans a bit more credit, but um, not playing for two weeks, not passing for two weeks. Uh, I got uh, they, um, Buffalo Bills by a touchdown. I'll say 21 to 30. And look for the injuries that they hit the Titans a lot on Tuesday. Yeah, they're going to be a uh, – it's going to be an interesting game, what happens with everything with the Titans. Um, this is a shout-out to Thad, who's a big Tennessee fan, both volunteers and uh, Titans, and he was giving mocking us for our predictions, even though that they've stayed hot and are undefeated. But uh, I think this is where the Tennessee season derails. Uh, a lot needs to happen to the Tennessee Titans. Um I we are all three of us are kind of over this whole COVID thing, and we have our beliefs. We'll kind of keep those out of here. But um, what they did is completely wrong. Uh, keeping uh, doing private practices when they shouldn't have uh, playing a player with te- uh, positive tests. I mean, they've done a lot of shady and wrong things, and things need to change. And think should be a lot. Suspensions are coming down. Punishments are coming down, fines are coming down on the Tennessee Titans, and I think this is where the season derails and the Tennessee is going to struggle for most of the year. I mean, no matter how you feel about COVID or whatever, they didn't for this in the beginning of the season, and the fact that they didn't follow protocol, but all other 31 NFL teams have followed the protocol, it's a detriment to the league. That's from that to the players and the coaches. Like, it, it's irresponsible. Yeah, it is. I can't, I, I think you said it perfect. I don't know if uh, there's any more needs to be said, but uh, Tyler, do you have any comments more that we've said on this game? Uh, no, I don't. All righty. Uh, that's all we have for this week. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, this is uh, Tyler, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up? Um, I'm good. Chris? I just want to say I was right. The news, the fucking news. Yeah. 
Brady doesn't know what down it is. We'll say just that. Is it marked down? Uh, is the show over? Is the show over? The show's over. That's all, folks, for this week. Thank you for listening to the All Time Misfit Podcast. Uh, this is Brunelli Sports. That's B as in boy, R U N E L L I Sports. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook at the All Time Misfit Podcast. Uh, and don't forget to like and review us and subscribe on uh, I- iTunes. Chris. Hey, I'm on Twitter. Tyler. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at T underscore Dement. And you can find our show's Twitter at AT Misfits Pod. Thank you again and have a great week. Thanks for listening to All Time Misfits Podcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.